Hi, I'm Rob, and this is Dad Sofa, a podcast about the things that connect us. Whether it is a rained-off attempt at a trip to the pub, or string theory, a cycle to Cornwall, or a chat in the sea, we talk about the stuff of life, what makes us curious, the stuff that connects everything, the spaghetti of life. Come and join us. Get comfy. This is Dad Sofa. Apparently, as an 18-month-old, my parents took me to the outdoor paddling pool at Bidford on Avon. I sat at the side, refusing to go in for hours. My parents couldn't understand it. I loved it in the bath. And it was a lovely sunny day. For some reason, I was spooked by going into the pool. They eventually gave up and started packing away the picnic basket, the deck chairs and a large bag with all my belongings in. It was a hot and sunny day and they'd stripped me down to my nappy. While they were busy packing away, I must have decided to give the pool a go, without the pressure of my parents. That was it. I was in the paddling pool, wading about. And from refusing to go in, I was now refusing to come out. The pool was probably only about 12 inches deep up to my knees, but I loved the water, and eventually my nappy came off and I shrieked about, naked, with onlookers surrounding the pool. It took my dad to roll up his trousers and wade in to get me out. After a token run to get away, he scooped me up and deftly turned around picking up the floating nappy and made his way from the pool to a round of applause from the spectators. That was it. I loved the water. From there, I became introduced to Droitwich Lido and then competitive swimming where at Redditch Swimming Club at seven, I was pushed forwards to be introduced to Mr. Styler. He was slightly plump and had a goatee beard but it was his surname that was most striking. Apart from the irony of Styler being a good name for a swim coach, he was also a barber, but a barber with the skinhead hairstyle, sometimes wearing round sunglasses, who would bark at the swimmers. As I grew older, I reflected that he was probably the kind of haircutter that would mostly cut gentlemen's hair, have a range of condoms in stock as a side hustle, and once the drape was being removed from his customer's shoulders and the big brush was being used to swipe away any extraneous hair, would ask them politely if they would like something for the weekend, sir. A Kleenex tissue being supplied as the customer says, yes, three packs of ribbed, please. Mr. Styler, in spite of his loud voice, was a quiet man, and while bellowing at the others, was keen to just welcome me in the most gentle way that he could. He was the first in a long line of coaches that I met, and he was one of whom I respected hugely. It was these coaches that I often tried to allow them some pool time, fully clothed at the end of swim festivals or weekends away in Cardiff. I remember, while at boarding school, plotting a plan to pull our sports teacher into the pool. My friends looked at me like I was mad. Trust me, I said. We actually managed, as a gang of ten-year-olds, to get our geography-stroke sports teacher to come into the pool with us. Mr Gallagher got out and showed me his lighter and cigarettes, knowing that I was the leader. They were soaked, and now useless. It was as though he was telling me, you caught me out. Thanks. I've never forgotten that moment, and it was clear from that time on he was on my side. Swimming became my social life, and even for a short time my love life. A great escape from a boys' boarding school with a girl from my swim club. I look back and think how amazing it was that both my parents took me swimming three times a week, would then take me to galas on Saturdays, sometimes on over 200-mile round trips while I could, weekly, throughout the year. In many ways it had become their social life too, and we were often party to the celebrations and tragedies in life that happen and had nothing to do with swimming. I knew that when I became a parent, I would have to introduce our kids to the water. And when Tom was about two, I arranged for him to have some lessons with Nicky, 
someone who was involved with our tri-club for a while. Tom seemed really keen to go swimming, and we got his goggles and trunks wrapped up in his towel, the sausage roll style that he would tuck under his arm as we went to the pool. I picked him up from nursery, just after finishing work, and we dashed up to the club, got him changed and ready. I remember that I was wearing a suit and tie, so I was slightly perturbed when Tom looked at me excitedly and just jumped into the pool without even saying a word. It was the deep end. I looked hopefully, but soon it dawned on me that this was not going well. I could see a ten centimetre diameter circle of the top of his head silently bobbing up and down. He was not going to come to the surface. There was no time for me to take my jacket off. I just sunk to my knees, hooked my arm around him and brought him back to the surface as he took a large deep breath, looked at me with wide eyes and just started laughing. Maybe this was the moment, like mine, when I was 18 months old. Nicky had seen everything, and while I was talking to her about the lesson, with my suit soaked at the knees and one arm of my blue suit looking decidedly dark, she started sniggering again. Tom had found that a shadow of himself was being cast on the wall, and he was flexing his biceps. Between bouts of laughter, she said, He's checking himself out. This start meant that Nicky and Tom got on well. All of our kids went to the same team, and they looked after them. It is only in the last six months that my own six years of swim coaching has taken a slight turn in that the club have started a children's session. One of the epiphanies that I've had during this time is that kids come to a session at the age of eight and they read my swim set at the poolside and just say, what's fly? I tell them that it is a swim stroke called butterfly and then explain how they can do this if they've not done it before. It's a stroke that provokes fear in most adults. But once the kid understands, they just kind of say, okay, and do it. They don't really care whether it's good butterfly or not. It's as though they just want to give it a try. I've come to really admire that. It's a real lesson in learning. Put something out there and then develop it. My adults now know me as someone who adds an element of chaos into my swim sessions because it is that controlled chaos that helps us to find new ways around problems. Thank you.